Praise the Lord, everybody. Amen. Why don't we give the Lord another hand clap of praise in this house? He is a miracle worker. Amen. We give uh, great honor to our bishop and first lady, Sister Bounds. What a great family, great leadership, and their children as well. You're a guest of ours here tonight. Uh, pray the Lord would bless you tonight, but uh, come back next week and hear the best preacher on the planet, and you'll be blessed. Amen. Amen. Praise God. We're going to go to the Word of the Lord tonight, the book of Hebrews, chapter 6, and we're going to go to Luke 22. I'm so glad everybody's here tonight. I feel like the Lord is a, has a word for us tonight, and uh, I believe the Lord wants to do something amongst us tonight. Amen. You know, it's Pastor Appreciation Month, and as a pastor myself, I, I think one of the best ways that you can support your pastor, I know they appreciate the cards and the gifts and uh, the text and all those things, but... I know Pastor Bounds would say, I really appreciate when you show up to church. I appreciate when you get behind the preacher and amen the preacher. I know he'd appreciate when you would allow him to lead you spiritually. Amen. Until you can grow into what the Lord wants you to be. Amen. I think we ought to just thank the Lord for our leadership one more time. They are gifts under the body of Christ. Amen. Amen. Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 9. But beloved, we are persuaded, or we are convinced, or we are believing better things of you and things that accompany salvation, though we thus speak. There's more to it than just repenting of your sins and being baptized in Jesus' name and receiving the Holy Ghost. There are things that accompany salvation. For God is not unrighteous to forget your work of labor and love, which you have showed toward his name, in that you have ministered to the saints and do minister. Look at somebody around you and say, we, we need each other. Luke 22 and 31. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, Satan hath desired to have you that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for thee that thy faith fail thee not. And when, not if, when thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. And just for a little bit, I want to preach to you tonight. Sifted but saved. Sifted but saved. Would you lift your hands with me and just ask the Lord to bless us tonight and anoint his word. Come on, there's a touch of the Lord in here right now. Jesus, we love you. We are thankful for the word of the Lord, God. And we just pray. We feel your presence here. I pray every heart and mind to be open to receive the word of the Lord tonight, God. I pray you touch us in a supernatural way. We want your will to be done in this house. Let us receive the word of the Lord tonight, God, with open hearts, with joy in our spirits, Lord. In the name of the Lord, we give you praise and honor and glory. In Jesus' name, and let everyone say amen. Amen. For your seated, just greet somebody around you. Let them know how happy you are to see them in church tonight.
Amen. Y'all going to preach with the preacher tonight. In case you're wondering if you and the devil are seeing eye to eye, somebody's out of position. You were never designed to look the devil eye in the eye because you were designed to be the head and not the tail. You have authority and dominion through the power of the Holy Ghost. And the reality is tonight, though, Satan is doing everything he can to hinder your progress towards heaven. And we can take confidence tonight and know that this is not just any new thing that's happened or any new thing under the sun. He has been working to obstruct the path of righteousness for thousands of years, a long time. A book that I read when I was a teenager, and I'll make reference to, was The Hill of Difficulty from the Pilgrim's Progress. It tells of a man who was on his way to heaven and how he has to travel through obstacles and hindrances. It's the hill of difficulty. At the bottom of this hill is a spring of cool, clear water. Christian stops for a drink before his difficult climb, and while he's lingering, he noticed that on either side of the hill there are two alternate ways, but the narrow way is the one leading straight up the side of the mountain. He becomes aware of the names of these two paths. One is called danger, leading to a dark forest of trees, and the other's name is destruction, and it carries the traveler through a dark and dawning mountain range. Those who would take these two paths would never recover. His words were simply, though the hill is high, I desire to ascend. The difficulty will not offend me. For I perceive the way to life lies here at this mountain. Come be strong, heart, neither faint nor fear. Better though difficult, the right way to go, than wrong though easy where the end is woe. It doesn't take long in serving the Lord that you realize that there will be difficulties that arise in life. And they will place themselves right directly in the path of your faith. Anyone who takes God serious, anyone who takes the call of God serious will face situations that's going to require self-sacrifice of you, self-denial of you, and it's going to take an extreme amount of discipline. You're going to be misunderstood by people by your devotions to the things of God. Sometimes that old sinful nature will once again try to rise up and make the past to seem to be very alluring. But if you want a better future in your walk with God, amen, the regrets of the past have to die. We'll never be able to escape the path of difficulty because God's way always leads straight up the hill. And if you remove the, the, the struggle, you remove the strength. Strength comes through winning battles. Amen. Oddly enough, too many have bought into the idea that spiritual greatness comes to their lives without a cost involved. In essence, their words may not say as much, but their actions say, Lord, we want to serve you, but you can come and follow me. It was not long until the pace of the young boy had gone from running to walking, finally crawling up a hill on his hands and knees because the path seemed so steep and so narrow. But half the way up the hill 
was a pleasant arbor which was a place to rest that had been designed by the Lord for weary travelers. The rest and refreshment was found for not only the body but for the spirit too. It was not long until Christian was in a deep slumbering sleep and on, the, on and on he slept in the world of pleasant dreams but in reality he was accomplishing nothing. Someone finally came along and awakened him from his deep sleep and began to read from the book of Proverbs to him that said, take lessons from the ants, thou sluggard. You lazy man, learn from their ways and be wise. When Christian heard this, he immediately leaped to his feet and began to trek again, traveling swiftly until he came to the top of the hill of difficulty. Amen. It takes difficult things in life sometimes to pull us from the sweet fruit of the Spirit that we have, that God so longs to see growing in our lives. The writer in Hebrews said, I'm persuaded of better things of you and things that accompany salvation. There was the sifting of Peter. The whole previous chapter of Luke, the Lord is giving some instructions to his disciples about the coming days that were going to come to him and to them both near and far concerning the kingdom of God. When you read it and study, it appears in verses 28 to 30 that the Lord is actually commending them for their steadfastness and standing with him in the last three years of ministry. It's after this fairly lengthy discussion, and it's all red letters, Jesus is doing all the talking. It's after this, linking, this lengthy discussion that there's almost a sudden transition as his thoughts begin to address specifically a man by the name of Simon Peter. Oddly enough, one notes at the beginning of Luke 22 that Judas is named expressly that Satan entered him. Two men would be sifted, but only one would remain. Not everyone who is sifted was going to be saved. But everyone who is saved will be sifted. 1 Peter 4, 12 and 13 says, Beloved, think it not strange the fiery trial which is to try you as though some strange thing happened to you. But rejoice. Everybody say rejoice. As ye are partakers of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory shall be revealed, you may be glad also with exceeding joy. James tells us in James chapter 1 and 2, My brethren, count it all a joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing that the trying of your faith worketh patience. Amen. We need to demonstrate the fruit of the Spirit in our lives. Paul said, I don't come to you with enticing words of man's wisdom, 